the know for Monday, February 1, the 32nd day of 2021. There are 333 days left in the year. Good morning. MB guiding you through in the know at K105 on the Chills Country Station, 1039 The Moose. Live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast. On Facebook Watch, on YouTube Live, on Periscope. And the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we're going to update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. It is Super Bowl week. And we will also play You Pick Trivia, that and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the Know. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire, is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's Beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm okay. I can usually tell what's happening with the weather and the snow based <laughs> upon your footwear. So yeah. you knew it snowed today, but you weren't, you didn't go all out snow boots. No. You went boots and said, meh, this little bit of snow isn't going to bother me. And I'm just going to go, for the best. just going to go on about uh, my, my day. So you chose normal boots. I did. Not the Nanook of the North boots. But I was really, really careful yeah. when I went up the sidewalk because. Oh, I yeah, mean, of course. Years because ago, I had a, yeah. You wiped out. I did. She's the pride of pumpkin center, the heiress to the great mini burger fortune. She's Vera Wang's arch nemesis and the professional bargain hunter woman of the year. She's Misty Embry Thomas. Hey. hey. How's Misty? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing well. I haven't. Scrutinize your footwear. What footwear did, choice did you make today? I'm very oh. similar to hers. You well, went, you went fashion, here's not what's function. Funny. So she was the only person that had been up the sidewalk, and I knew <laughs> what type of shoe she <laughs> had on yeah. because of the boot print. Yeah, I so got it. It was funny, right? <laughs> Pointy in the front. It did yeah. not look like a Sasquatch print. Well, I'll tell you why I chose these. Because last night when we got home from Kokomo, Indiana, my shoes came off right in my office door downstairs. Okay. And then I went right into studying because my big test is tomorrow. So this morning when I got up, I thought, I'm going to wear those because when I get home today, I'll track them back up to the closet. And that saves me a step from having to clean up my shoes today. That's I like the logic. <laughs> Thinking it, it, thinking, it really wasn't practical. It was about having right? to clean up later. Thinking it ahead a little bit. Yeah. That uh, that works for me. Yeah, Hopefully you all had a big weekend celebrating your anniversary. We did. Yeah, we and, did. And uh, had some good food. And We had, we had great food. Yeah. I uh, saw you, <laughs> went, right. you go, went to a fancy <laughs> restaurant. Did you did you buy a set of Michelin tires while you were at dinner? Or do you have oh, – no, they just had a Michelin star. The star rating on the restaurant. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always yeah. made me I'm wonder sorry. why they yeah. said, well, we have a Michelin star rating of, of two. And I thought, well, does that mean you have to buy a set of tires right. while you're at dinner? Or I do only get two tires. How did Michelin get involved here? I don't, uh, <laughs> don't know. I don't know. Uh, President Trump, uh, former President Trump, has announced a new impeachment legal defense team yesterday. Just one day after it was revealed that he had parted ways with an earlier set of attorneys with just over a week to go before his Senate trial. <laughs> so uh, fires his other attorneys, or they fired themselves. He had uh, a group of five. And the word is that he wanted he wanted his defense to be about the steal of the election rather than defending himself against what happened uh, on January 6th in in uh, our nation's capital and the attorney said sorry 
<laughs> I mean, I can defend you against this, right. but I'm not. I can't. I can't participate in this if it's just going to be continued whining and crying and and about the results of the election. And so um, he hires two new attorneys, and they have to they have to give their first formal response to this trial tomorrow. So he hires them on Sunday, and they have to go to work. So, but I feel like we're going to see the Blues Brothers show up. Uh, it could, <laughs> oh, I hope so. I be. hope so. Well, I'll tune in. <laughs> replacing his legal team with less than a week to go before the trial starts sounds like the plot to my cousin Vinny. Yes, 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 oh. it does. We just call this one my cousin Rudy. Okay. How would kind of like it? You know, the thing is, Rudy can't, Rudy can't be part of the legal team because he was part of the. If you decide it's insurrection, he was part of the people that got everybody stirred up. Right. Uh, so uh, Rudy is out of bounds. So Rudy would has have to be a uh, sit in the gallery, or you know, sit in the in the courtroom and and wait. Uh, snow flurries will still be possible today and into the evening, but partial clearing will take place tonight. We will see temperatures drop into the twenties. Partly sunny and cold conditions stick around for Groundhog Day tomorrow. We'll see an 80% chance of snow throughout the day today, a high of 33. Cold with flurries tonight and 26. For Groundhog Day, <laughs> what's that first step? It's a doozy. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's uh, we'll one of my favorites ever. for tomorrow. Uh, by the way, neither of you all will be here for Groundhog Day tomorrow, so I guess I'll get to yuck it up with uh, other people on what's that first step? You've got a great lineup tomorrow to yuck it up with. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's true. It's a doozy. <laughs> President Biden is scheduling his first play date at the White House with Republicans. He has decided that he's going to invite a group of 10 Republican senators who have proposed spending about a one-third of the $1.9 trillion that he is seeking in coronavirus aid. And uh, even though it appears that congressional Democrats are poised to move ahead without Republican support, yesterday's invitation to the White House came hours after lawmakers sent President Biden, a letter urging him to negotiate rather than try to ram through his relief package solely on Democratic votes. Uh, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said yesterday that Biden had spoken with the leader of the group, Susan Collins of Maine, and though Biden is wanting a full exchange of views, Psaki reiterated that he remains in favor of moving forward with a far-reaching relief package, and a meeting could come in a matter of days. Play date. On a snow day, you know, come over. We'll ride roller skates around the White House and see how it's. Um, but winning support of these ten Republican senators and then giving Kamala Harris uh, would would mean she didn't have to be the tie-breaking vote, and it would also mean that they didn't have to do budget reconciliation, which the far left-wing portions of the party want them to just ramrod ahead. And we'll do budget reconciliation, and we get our one point nine trillion dollars, and bada bing, there you go. But I think the uh, president is still trying to maintain that he can negotiate and create deals in a bipartisan fashion. He said he had done it in the Senate for most of his career, and then he did it uh, as vice president in the uh, Obama administration. And I, listen, you can you can like the fact that Biden is president, or you can not like the fact that uh, Biden is president. But the single reason that Joe Biden is president is because. The most Americans agreed that he would govern from the closest to the middle of the choices. That's really what happened is that uh, Republicans that crossed over had a little help in saying, I don't really like my guy. 
Uh, you know, he's mean and he tweets too much, et cetera. And then you had a, enough Democrats who are more centrist and more closer to the middle of the party say of the nominees, well, I can't, I can't go with some of these outliers from far left. I'll take a guy who's been in Washington for a long time. He's been vice president and is more likely to try to lead from the middle where successful Democrats like Bill Clinton did, uh, and, and other groups. So I think that it is too early. He, he may lose his, uh, patience, but I think it's too early to just abandon bipartisanship mm -hmm. and just say, well, we're going to go over here and do it anyway, even if it doesn't look pretty. And even if the majority of you don't like it, we're still going to do it. I still think that, uh, creating that dialogue is healthy for America to at least give the illusion right. that they're trying to work together. Well, and his first, one of his very first platforms was unity. Yeah. You we'll don't see. create unity by saying it's our agenda and we're not going to listen to anybody else. <laughs> not often is unity achieved by holding someone at gunpoint. Just ne doesn't really work. Never worked in my house. Really for me. <laughs> never, never worked in my house. <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> uh, let's see. Daily coronavirus figures uh, had declined yesterday. The uh, 1,768 was the new total announced by the governor yesterday. And while Sundays are typically lower for uh, week over week, that's 250 less than last Sunday. So that's uh, it's an improved from one week over the next. There were 1,768 yesterday, 2,649 on Saturday. And so uh, that brings us to 346,000 and some change. 35 new deaths reported yesterday, but it was a deadly week. Uh, 35 yesterday, 46 Saturday, 57 Friday. Thursday was the deadliest day of the pandemic at 69. So we're now at 3,714, currently 1,327 Kentuckians hospitalized. Somehow... Over the last couple of weeks, I missed the memo uh, that uh, State Transportation Secretary Jim Gray, who is a former uh, mayor of Lexington, he had run for uh, the U.S. Senate. He was the Democratic nominee for U.S. Senate, but he had managed a, a construction uh, company for a long time, that he got designated by Governor Bashir on January 14th, tasking him with getting regional high-volume vaccine sites evaluated and secured in anticipation of the day when the state has enough doses of vaccine to get a shot in the arm of every Kentuckian. So uh, reading a little bit about their plans, some of the regional vaccination centers are coming online this week uh, around, the, uh, around the state, but I did not know I did not know that Gray had been tabbed. I missed that uh, information out of the governor's mm -hmm. office somehow. But Gray said the effort is part of the, quote, largest logistical effort and project in world history, according to officials at UPS, uh, who said, uh, he said, clearly understand the scale of the job. Well, one day we'll look back when we get outside of the throes of this. Mm -hmm. We're going to be able to look back on this and really marvel at what our nation was able to accomplish mm -hmm. over this short period of time using technology, using logistical things that we didn't, we didn't even have the capability to do, uh, 15 years ago. Right. 
uh, the, just the advances in technology and logistics and moving things around and databasing and things that we sort of take for granted now. And when you're in a firefight, it's hard to really give yourselves credit or understand for the things that you got right. But we'll look back one day, and while it will never be able to replace those that were lost or some of the memories that weren't created as a result of uh, this trip or that trip, but someday we'll look back and we'll go, you know, it's really kind of marvelous what we were able to right. able to do. And I look forward to getting to that day absolutely, when possible. Kentucky's attorney general is urging state lawmakers to dismiss an impeachment petition against him, fighting back against allegations by three grand jurors from the Breonna Taylor death investigation who joined in seeking his ouster from office. The petition, which was signed by a handful of Kentuckians, alleges Attorney General Daniel Cameron breached public trust and failed to comply with his duties in handling of the Taylor case and then misrepresented the grand jury's work to the public. An attorney for the three grand jurors signed on their behalf to preserve their anonymity. The response also said the petition is uh, the the uh, attorney general issued a response from his office. He didn't sign off on it. One of his deputy clerks did. Uh, Barry Dunn filed the clerk in their response, and the response said the petition is technically flawed because state law requires people seeking impeachment to sign the petition themselves. It also said it is lacking in legal and factual support. Before I read the attorney general's response to the impeachment claim, but knew that an attorney had signed on behalf of the claimants or the grand jurors that wanted to be anonymous, I circled and said anonymity. Like you, can, you cannot use the shroud of anonymity for your political purposes now if you want to impeach right. a sitting attorney general of a commonwealth uh, known as Kentucky. I understand. I, I, I understand and can, uh, can endorse why a lot of grand jurors don't want the scrutiny of being out there and known. But unfortunately... You sort of cross the Rubicon when you want to go over there and say, well, I, I'm going to band together to file an impeachment hearing, which is too easily done in our state, as we're learning this week. But you, you will, you sh- you, I don't think you can hide behind that shroud for me. That's I, I, even more thought. Well, and also, I know you from the very beginning have had questions about why you should get to maintain anonymity and be on a grand jury. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of one of those, well, in this case, what is more proper? Mm-hmm. You know, what do we what do we need to know? Uh, it is interesting to hear some of the this this season of impeachment that we've been through in the last few weeks, federally and at the state. Uh, Scott Jennings, who's a former pr- advisor to President George W. Bush, said, I don't think uh, either will go anywhere, uh, either impeachment, be it the be it Cameron or be it Bashir, said we settle our policy difference at the ballot box, not like this. And then a um, University of Louisville law professor, uh, Marcosin, said weaponizing impeachment is not a welcome result. I think the one thing, like if there's any silver lining to these two impeachments, one against the governor, one against uh, attorney general, is that they're on opposite parties. So both parties are having to step back and go, wait a minute, how do I really feel about impeachment? Instead of being biased, saying, yeah, I'm for impeachment because it gets rid of the guy that's opposite of me. Now they're both in the same situation. So you're going to see a true feeling of, of, of impeachment and fighting for should we be able to do this? Should we change some laws on how this gets filed? 
it's almost a check and checkmate. Right? Is it? It's, it's check, like okay, yeah, well, I've got my I've got my pistol pointed at you, right. and you've got your pistol pointed at me. So how do we figure out to put the guns down and go? Okay, what really is the greater good here? Do we look at legislation? Do we right? And to take you things. to uh, Hamilton, the musical, how do we get out of Weehawken alive? Yes. We need to be able to do that. <laughs> uh, police say a Kentucky te- teacher has tried to hire someone to kill his mom. Law enforcement officials say an Eastern Kentucky teacher has been arrested after allegedly attempting to hire someone to kill his mother. The 41-year-old Bill Reynolds of Olive Hill faces a solicitation of murder charge and is being held in a Carter County Detention Center. Reynolds worked as a special education teacher for a middle school and a bus driver for Carter County Schools. He has since been suspended. I didn't get far enough to learn if there's a motive or anything like that. but It's over a property dispute. It is. Okay. Uh, not a good idea. Uh, Grayson County High School senior football player Mason Miller has announced his commitment to play college football at Campbellsville University. He becomes the third member of the Cougar football team to commit to the Tigers this month, uh, joining Zach Bratcher and Caden Woodcock. This season, the senior fullback and linebacker rushed for 181 yards, four touchdowns, and added 35 tackles on the defensive side. Well, if we keep this up, we're just going to have – they'll have to rename – uh, the Campbellsville mascot to the Cougars instead right. of the instead of the Tigers. We do have a lot of Cougars across the board that go to Campbellsville. We do have, yeah. Uh, on Saturday uh, at Grayson County High School, the uh, Cougar team split a doubleheader. In game one, the Cougar boys picked up their largest win in two years with a 52-22 takedown of Nelson County. It was the fewest points the team had allowed since uh, 2008. In the nightcap, the Lady Cougars couldn't overcome a big third-quarter run by the Lady Dragons of Warren Central as they saw their five-game winning streak snapped 62-50. to Ella Robinson had a career-high 22 points in the loss. Tonight, the Lady Cougars will host LaRue County at 6.30. You can listen on K105 or watch on K105 Digital Productions, one of those thrown-together last-minute games that came about. So. This um, this scheduling and rescheduling is something to really <laughs> behold, the way they've been doing this the last uh, month or so. Yeah, you think the season only started on January the 4th. Right. And there have been so many moving parts. And you know the name Captain Tom, I presume. You remember him from April. Uh, Captain uh, Sir Thomas, uh, C- Captain Tom Moore is the 100-year-old World War II veteran who captivated the British public. In the early days of the coronavirus pandemic with his fundraising efforts, he has been hospitalized and with COVID-19. Captain Tom, who was knighted by the Queen after his fundraising efforts in April, uh, says that... um, she was admitted to uh, he was admitted to the hospital because he needed additional help with his breathing. So sad oh. to hear that. No, you'll want to send your prayers to uh, Captain Tom. And um, he raised forty five million dollars <laughs> as a result so of walking wow. back and forth back in the wow. uh, during the pandemic. So uh, get well, Captain Tom. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got plenty more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. Been a night in L.A., just another chance to see Just you and I I wanted you to know that my playing days were over Cause all I do is think of you, the writing's on the wall Today is car insurance day. 
He should have it. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I think it's encouraged. Probably. It's G.I. Joe Day today. Yeah, it's Baked Alaska Day. My dad, sure. my dad is a big fan of Baked Alaska. I don't, what's in Baked Alaska? It's ice cream. It's got cake under it and ice cream over the top. Oh, they really? always have. They always made it uh, as part of the buffet at uh, the lodge at Rough River. Who knew I loved Baked Alaska so much? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, wow. it's, it's like uh, chocolate and peanut butter cake, cake and ice cream. Yeah, and it's usually got. Uh, Maybe a layer of whipped cream over the top of it, or a well, Cool Whip, sure. or keeps yeah. getting better. The more the more I tell it, the get better <laughs> right. it gets. Doesn't Happier it? I am. <laughs> and it is uh, Spunky Old Broad Day. Oh, I knew I had a day out there somewhere. In fact, February is Spunky Old Broad Month. It is my birthday. You can month. Just live it up the entire the entire month. Yeah, um, I'm not old, so. Yeah, dedicated to the saying, "Old girls just want to have fun." I thought it was all girls just wanted to have fun, but that's. Uh, Y'all do y'all do y'all. However you want to do it is fine. <laughs> and uh you know I think you don't need people to label you a spunky old broad. I think you know if you are or you aren't. Yeah, absolutely. If you're a spunky old broad, you've chosen to wear it. Like a badge of honor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's not a it's not something that gr- that people that they grudgingly grudgingly have to convince you of. It's like, no, nope, I'm just going to wear it. It's also American Heart Month, Black History Month, National Bird Feeding Month. We are feeding the birds now again, <laughs> and the bird feed is disappearing. Alea and I filled up the bird feeder a couple of weeks ago. Um, bird bird seed is disappearing, but I've not yet seen. Must be we must be feeding nocturnal birds because I've not seen any birds on the feeder. Owls, <laughs> maybe. I hope so. <laughs> it's National Grapefruit Month. Tomorrow is Groundhog Day. One of my favorite days of the year. Thursday is Stuffed Mushroom Day. That's good. Too. Sunday is Super Bowl Sunday, of course. Super Bowl Fifty Five. The date varies. Uh, let's see. Next week. February 11th is uh, White T-Shirt Day. The 12th is Lincoln's birthday. Abraham. Not any other famous Lincoln you may know. The 13th is Get a Different Name Day. I don't know if that's by any means necessary or how that works. Uh, The 15th is President's Day. The 16th is Fat Tuesday. The 17th is Ash Wednesday. So Lent begins... A week, two weeks from uh, day after tomorrow. The 20th, February 20th, mark your calendars, is here in the Northern Hemisphere. It is Hootie Hoo Day. I think that means it's the halfway point to spring. You know what else that day is? The 20th? Mm-hmm. What is the 20th? It's my 15th anniversary with the company. It is. And today oh, is wow. your 26th anniversary with it the is. company, right? I guess mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. It's been, it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is there cake? <laughs> I hope not. Baked Alaska, I hope, guys. I hope, I hope that's why we're having this whole baked Alaska conversation. Uh, it's George Washington's birthday on the twenty second, and on the twenty eighth, the final day of the month is National Chili Day. I do like chili. So there you go. I was trying to give you all a head but I start. Tell you, I can't eat chili without Fritos. I don't want crackers. I don't want it. By, I won't eat it by itself. Okay. I, I don't want it on cheese, fries or hot dog. Sour cream. All right. 
Oh, I can fit in on a hot dog. Uh, the Cheesecake Factory is mm. adding a ton of new items to its already giant menu. Yeah, because this is what I want for my birthday, is a trip to the Cheesecake Factory. They already had to... They already had to bring the menu to you in a wheelbarrow. Yes. This is exciting, though. It's big. What do they got? The menu is roughly the size of a lengthy novel, so not really sure why they're... They call it War and Peace. So, <laughs> that's uh, almost exactly right. Uh-huh. The new... This is uh, for breakfast, which I think they're open for on Sundays. Maybe. No, they do brunch. Okay. Uh, these are caramel apple pancakes. These are buttermilk pancakes mm-hmm. with glazed apples, caramel pecans, and chantilly cream. Chantilly yep. leaves. That's good. For lunch and dinner, the French dip cheeseburger. That sounds interesting, I like a French right? Dip. Okay. I like yeah, a cheeseburger. Served on that. toasted brioche roll with grilled onions, sriracha mayo, and au jus. Sounds delicious. I hate the brioche roll. And then perhaps you're more of a Carolina grilled salmon person. Baked rigatoni, uh, cauliflower tacos. Okay. Mm, all right. Classic Italian trio of fettuccine Alfredo, chicken parmesan, and baked rigatoni. Or there's Korean fried chicken, pan-roasted chicken, or sweet potato enchiladas. Yeah, I think I'm sticking with what I know. None of those. I can't say that. The French dip cheeseburger, That's maybe. That's the only mm-hmm. one. That I would go mm-hmm. against what I normally order. Yeah. You? Yeah. Yeah. There's a, right down the way from the Cheesecake Factory in Louisville is a really good French dip. <laughs> so I would have a, like, if I was in the mood for the French dip, I might be like, well, let's just go on down. Right. Let's go to the <laughs> Oxmoor side of the interchange and get the real French dip. But I, I don't know. A woman discovers 14 years after her wedding that she has the wrong wedding dress. A Minnesota woman who had her wedding dress packaged for preservation 14 years ago said she opened up the box to show it to her daughter and discovered it was the wrong gown. Wendy Taylor said she was watching a wedding episode of TV series Gilmore Girls and her 12-year-old daughter. uh, And they started telling uh, the daughter about her own wedding dress. And she said, you've never actually seen my dress. No, I haven't. Just seen pictures. So they went and got it out of the box. She said, this is a beautiful dress, but it's not mine. I'm that hoping, would be heartbreaking. <laughs> well, unless you're me and you sent away the ugly dress and you came back with a Vera Wang. Oh, the <laughs> ugly like, duckling oh. turns into a beautiful swan. Yes. Okay. That I got didn't you. happen to me, though. It no, came seriously. back like a wet cat. <laughs> if I opened my box for my daughter and it's not my wedding dress, I'll be heartbroken. Yeah. I'd say, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lucy, you got some splaining to do. <laughs> but I wonder how many people this might have happened to, but they just stay sealed up in the box. and you. Yeah. I mean, because you don't open the box you when you get them back from the dry yeah, cleaner or wherever. Why'd you break the seal? Yours doesn't have a viewing window? Yes, it does yeah, have a viewing window. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. you could... I mean, you could look similar, yeah. but not be maybe the, the full thing. Uh, a Texas official... <laughs> yeah, that's... A, It'd be interesting to see how they sort that out. Yeah. If they're able to remedy it, I mean, 14 years down the road, will they just be, I think statute limitation What you got is what you got. I guess it depends on their record keeping, right? Well, you know, there are only a few, a handful of companies that do those. Uh, You might use your dry cleaners for yours, but then they outsource it to someone else. So they're, you know, clearing houses where they do these. And it's one of the reasons that makes it kind of expensive is the preservation because of the number of people that are involved. But... Um, 
I, I wish them luck to be able to track down the – because clearly someone else has something they don't expect in their box. Right. The old switched at birth routine. Unless you end up with a me and she <laughs> yeah. not giving your good dress back. <laughs> That's true. You can yeah, have that yeah. ugly thing. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be fine with what I got. <laughs> Texas officials accidentally sent an Amber Alert featuring a Chucky doll. Texas officials were left red-faced when the Department of Safety accidentally sent out an Amber Alert claiming that child's play puppet Chucky had abducted his son, Glenn Ray, featured in Seed of Chucky, and was on the run while wielding a huge kitchen knife. How does this happen? This alert is the result of a test malfunction. We apologize for the confusion this may oh. this may have caused and are di- diligently working to ensure that this does not happen again. Well, if you're going to be playing with live rounds, better to do something preposterous than create a panic. Because right. if they had been using an example that could be plausible and it, the child had had a real name and a real description and a real photo, then suddenly people would have been whipped into a uh, whipped into a panic. But at least this, if you got this, you would see it and kind of go, all right, this can't be real. I agree. But I also would recommend funny. using a beta ring yeah. to do this. But sometimes you got to do, I mean, we've done live tornado drills here. Uh, with our EAS system, not just us, I mean our industry and, and all of uh, uh, public emergency outlets have done live drills just to make sure that they will just to make sure that they will work. But I got hung up on this alert is a result of a test malfunction. Well, was it? Maybe a user malfunction. I mean I mean did, the test worked, did they, right? Did it they was... pass the test or did they fail the test? I don't that's, right. right. If you set out to fail but you don't. I think when you make a prototype, I always <laughs> rule life from the preventative side of things. If this accidentally got away from me, what would I want people to see? And I wouldn't have chosen Chucky's face. I would have put a stock photo that just said this is a test, like on the photo without an actual person's Much face. Smarter. Mm-hmm. But um, like apparently, first, first name Testa. Yeah. Just come up with yep. fictional type of. Yep. All right. The Chucky thing was funny, too. It's interesting. A city of Cincinnati salt truck led police on a slow-speed chase, (laughs) dumping its load of salt on police cruisers in pursuit. Oh, what a waste of salt. Do you know how expensive that is? A raiding police officer initially made a traffic stop on a different vehicle, but officers said they were out of their vehicles and taking a person into custody when they heard the sound of an engine accelerating and saw a city of Cincinnati salt truck barreling toward them. The truck had its salt spreader on, flinging salt onto the officers and the man being taken into custody. Uh, Officers then chased the salt truck, activating their overhead lights and ordering the truck to pull over. The truck failed to stop, made a U-turn, and continued to flee. At one point, officers say the salt truck raised the bed of the truck (laughs) and dumping salt on police cruisers in the pursuit. I wonder if that was intentional (laughs) or if he's just looking for the windshield wipers. Like, he keeps hitting all these buttons and things are happening. That's funny. Right? Clearly, clearly that young man or man or old man or whoever he is, there's his photograph if you're watching. Clearly he was raised on Looney Tunes. Like that that's how that's how you flee a scene and you, you 
pull that lever yep. and dump the salt out on them. While the truck's moving. Start yep. throwing things back out, you know. It's, or that famous James Bond scene where, the scene where they throw the barrels of oil over the right. over the boat when they're fleeing, and then they shoot, you know, bullets at them to make the – It's sure, it's brilliant. And in England, this one made me laugh. A garbage man, or as they called him in England, Benmans, a Benman, okay. garbage bins, in England has been fired after getting caught on camera going kung fu on a family sidewalk snowman. <laughs> Footage shows the orange uniformed trash worker delivering a half dozen kicks, including some Bruce Lee worthy roundhouses. <laughs> To the six-foot snowman, decapitating the construction and ultimately reducing it to half its former statue. The snowman has been, if if you have the time, you you should look this up online. It happened in England. Uh, The snowman had been built by neighborhood kids in a cathedral, which is a cathedral town called Hereford, near the Welsh border after a recent blizzard. The... um, Lady in the neighborhood said, on Tuesday, my son came to me with tears in his eyes, sobbing that the binman has broken my snowman. And he started doing a kicking motion to (laughs) showcase what the binman had done. And so the binman was uh, suspended. He said that the so-called binman had told the Daily Mirror that he'll, he'll build the kid another snowman if the family wants, but he's not sorry. Do we, do we find out why he did it? Um, you've had one of those days where you just wanted to kick the crap out well, of the snowman. Well, let me ask the snowman in his like travel path, like he drags yes. the cans and it, it was in his way. Yes, so he it, had, was. Okay. it was obstructing okay. his path. And okay. he said, I don't think I have to say I'm sorry. His family knew it was not going to be there forever. I kind of agree with him. Oh, yeah, I kick it. I, mean, I don't think he should have been suspended from work. <laughs> but I. <laughs> it's just a reminder, though. There are cameras everywhere. Oh, yeah. Everyone's doorbell, everyone's phone, everyone's. So if you go kung fu on a snowman, just be prepared for it to be captured on video. Poor kid. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Going to play You Pick Trivia coming up here on In the Know. In Japan, it is common to put ketchup on rice. That's interesting. Yeah, I can see how that would work. It better be Heinz. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. No substitutes. None of that homemade stuff either. I also remember I had a recipe not uh, a couple of years ago that called for organic ketchup. Or uh, The reason I've split the difference is because it might have been cat soup they yeah. asked for. And... It's still in the refrigerator. It is. Uh, I need to throw that away. No one wants to use it. I'm surprised. I, I did a, back right before Thanksgiving, I did a big refrigerator clean out to get rid of all that old stuff. I'm a little surprised I didn't throw it away then. Yeah. Because that would be my, you're out of here. Uh, let's see. Uh, would you all like to play You Pick Trivia? Sure. Kind of maintain your mental acuity to make sure that you don't uh, atrophy or anything during the uh, pandemic. Got to keep that noggin. Mm-hmm. Uh, Got to keep your melon in tip-top shape. 
Yeah, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why I call it a melon in just a little while. Keep your noggin working properly. With another round of You Pick Trivia. I read questions, give you multiple choice answers. You decide which is correct. You can play along in the comment section, and if you win, if you get three out of three correct, you get the privilege of building your own snowman in your own yard. <laughs> and Misty will come karate kick it down for you. Roundhouse service. Because mm-hmm. she, she ninjas snowmen that need ninja. Yeah, just the ones that need it. Yeah, absolutely. All right, here's question number one on today's round of You Pick Trivia. Question number one is, in Friends... What was Chandler's original job? In Friends, what was Chandler's original job? Is it advertising manager? Is it B, masseuse? Is it C, data analysis? Or D, NFL quarterback? Is it advertising manager, masseuse, data analysis, or NFL quarterback? It's an interesting plot line because it's kind of an ongoing joke that no one knows right. what Chandler does no really professionally, knows. even though he's part of the Friends troupe for so long. So it was Chandler's original job advertising manager, masseuse, data analysis, or NFL quarterback. I first default, I think, between the two of you, Miss Buckles, you would proclaim to be the biggest Friends fan yes. and the most knowledgeable. So we'll put you on the spot. Okay. Is it A, B, C, or D? It's C, it data is analysis. It's C, data analysis. Okay. Misty, what do you say? C. You say it is C. Mm-hmm. You all are both correct. It is C, data analysis. You passed the Friends question. Very good. In the show Family Guy. All right, Misty, this is more likely to be something you know the answers to. Yes, on Family Guy? I, I haven't watched Family Guy since I got saved, and that's literally part of my testimony. <laughs> True story. Yeah, well, that's True good. Story. But you still may know this. You might not have been able to purge this factoid. In Family Guy, what is Stewie Griffin's middle name? In Family Guy, what is Stewie Griffin's middle name? Is it A, Gilligan, B, Barney, C, Woody, or D, Fonzie? In Family Guy, what is Stewie Griffin's middle name? Gilligan, Barney, Woody, or Fonzie? I have. If, if Family Guy is on PBS, I immediately change it to something else because I don't know anything about it, and what little I know about it is annoying. I think this is not entertaining yeah. to me. No, like literally, like the day after I got saved, that's how I knew something had happened to me, Supernatural, because it salted my ears, and I stopped and went, I love this show. Why is it a salty in my ear? And have not turned it off and haven't watched it since. Oh, it's yeah. awful. It's awful. But before Jesus, it was Seems it bad. was just normal to me. All right. In Family Guy, what is Stewie Griffin's middle name? Misty, I will ask you, is it Gilligan, Barney, Woody, or Fonzie? I'm going to go Fonzie just because it's my favorite of the names. <laughs> okay. All right. Beach, what is your guess? Well, I'll choose A, Gilligan. Gilligan is correct. Well, I just love Gilligan yeah. most. <laughs> well, I think that's that was an homage, I think, to, uh, to it being Gilligan, that Gilligan is the correct answer. All right. Now, here's one that neither of you are likely to know the answer to. Which of these is not a house from Game of Thrones? Which of these is not a house from Game of Thrones? Is it A, Lannister, B, Tully, C, Stark, or D, Clampett Mansion? Is it A, Lannister, B, Tully, C, Stark, or D, Clampett Mansion? Which of those is not a house from Game of Thrones. 
<laughs> you all think you know the answer, don't you? I think so. I'm just saying neither of you know anything about Game of Thrones because neither of you have watched it. I've seen enough memes to know that two of those are right. Like, they sounded familiar. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right, you've had enough time. Are you all locked in? Yes. All right. Uh, uh, Beige will ask you first. Which of these is not a house from Game of Thrones? Is it the House of Lannister? Is it the House of Tully? The House of Stark? Or the House of the Clampett Mansion? I really want it to be D, Clampett Mansion, but I, uh, I struggled a little bit on Stark. Okay. Misty, what did you put? Clampett Mansion. It is Clampett Mansion, which is yep. not... Part of the Game of Thrones. So there, funny it, if it was. There is right? a House of Lannister. There is a House of Tully. And there is a House of Stark. But there is no Clampett Mansion. Come and listen to my story about a man named Jed. Poor Mountaineer. Really kept his family fed. So there you go. How did you all do? Did you all do, uh, you all do what you rank as well? Decent. Two out of three. Okay. Okay. Very good. I saw this the other night, and if you've not seen it, you'll be seeing it kind of this coming weekend. Wayne's World stars Mike Myers and Dana Carvey have reunited for an Uber Eats Super Bowl ad. So it was on the other night during Saturday Night Live. And in fact, I think at the end of the monologue, they cut to this new Wayne's World commercial. And I thought, is this a skit? Like, Right. I think they, I looked up they, during that. They really tricked me into when I see Mike Myers right. and uh, and Dana Carvey playing the characters, and it takes me a minute to go, oh, this is a real commercial. So it's a 60-second commercial for Uber Eats, and it airs during next weekend's game. And, of course, you know, the 1992 film based on the sketch comedy, and then there's been a teaser video 30 seconds out, 30-second uh, video that's been out for the last few days. Uh, some of the other... Uh, Dan Levy will be in an M&M's Super Bowl commercial. I know you all like Dan from uh, Craps Creek. M&M is in the food or is in the wrapper? M&M's the food, the okay. candy. Kind of hoping the wrapper. Yeah, he'll be doing uh, he'll be doing a uh, candy commercial for that. You're going to need to call him David. Okay, I know him well, as David. It's, it's Eugene Eugene Levy and Dan Levy are who I know them as. Uh, Mia Kunis and um, Ashton Kutcher. Husband and wife team are doing a Cheetos commercial for the Super Bowl coming up this weekend. So you got those to look forward to. And also, Kate and Allie coming back. The classic 80s sitcom is getting a reboot at NBC. The updated series comes from the writer uh, and uh, fresh off the boat producer, Erica Oyama. I never watched Kate and Allie, but I know that Kate and Allie was a thing and it was popular. I saw um, it a little bit. It, so, new, whole new lineup or the same people? Uh, it uh, it says reboot, so um, does not say yet. The original Kate and Allie series aired on CBS from 84 to 89 for six seasons, starring Susan St. James and Jane Curtin in the title roles. Don't know if they're coming back or not, so there you go. But Kate and Allie are returning. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around. You're on In the Know. On you, the bandit, an outlawed team. MB's point to ponder for today. Is it okay if February is one of our favorite months? 
So it has Groundhog Day. Mm-hmm. I do love that. That's one of your favorites. And it has the State of the Union address. One involves a meaningless ritual in which we look to a notoriously unreliable mammal for prognostication with no basis in reality. And the other one involves a groundhog. So, Amen. And it brought me to you twice. Like, I was, you know, my mom gave birth to me and then I became an employee of yours. So <laughs> I'm double the fun in February. Well, and my mom's birthday is in February. Is so. it? Two, two, two times the fun. You mean two your mom's milestone birthday? She'll be 40 this year, right? She finally will. She'll finally be 40. I don't know how she's younger than her own daughter, but she managed somehow. It happens. On television tonight, The Bachelor on ABC with the rose ceremony looming. Ooh, bum, bum, bum. On HBO, a six-part Scandinavian series called The Investigation. And on VH1, Love and Hip Hop, It's a Love Thing. Not a lot. Really? Not a lot to report. Well, according <laughs> to VH1. Too old. Is it? According to VH1, it is. Oh. Uh, today's highlight in history is this date in 2003. The space shuttle Columbia broke up during reentry, killing all seven of its crew members. I remember those. It's, unfortunately, those anniversaries, you have one in January and one uh, on February 1st. Mm-hmm. Uh, one was uh, upon launch and one was on reentry. You know, it was so terrible, too, because the, uh, you know, Columbia had been on its mission and, and you get. We get kind of lulled into this. Well, if they get into outer space and they come back, then they, you know, the 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 hard part's done. Right. It's just a matter of just falling back to Earth, and it was uh, tragic to see. In 1862, the Battle Hymn of the Republic, a poem by Julia Ward Howe, was published in the Atlantic Monthly. One flew over the cuckoo's nest. Uh, the novel was released this date in 1962. Birthdays today: Don Everly is 84 from down the road. Garrett Morris is 84 today. Del McCurry is 82. Joy Philbin is 80. Lisa Marie Presley is 53. Polly Shore is 53 today. Wow. The weasel. It's so good. Nuggins. Right. Noggin. Melon. Yeah. yeah. Biodome. Mm. Rapper Big Boy from Outcast is 46 today. Ronda Rousey is 34 today. And Harry Styles from One Direction is 27 today. Mm. Uh, I'm going to give you a free marketing tip today for some young, enterprising cosmetician. I recommend that you start up a beauty parlor. Uh, and what? Is that what we're supposed to call them? Um, anyway, keep going. It, it kind of is like a magician. What do I call him? Cosmetician is good. I think it makes perfect sense. Cosmetologist? Cosmetician? No, cosme- I can't call magician. him a beauty parlor. i got to call him a salon. Yeah. All right, open up a salon. But you you can only... So you name it Harry Styles. Yes. H-A-I-R-Y Styles. But you only curl hair one way. So you got Harry Styles. We do hair one direction. I like it. That's so funny. That was on me. <laughs> yep. Take it and run with it. Somebody better Good snag it today. <laughs> when you need to advertise it, come see us. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Gone but not forgotten. Clark Gable, born in 1901. Langston Hughes, born in 1902. George Beverly Shea, gospel singer that sang with Billy Graham for many years, 1909. Boris Yeltsin in 1931. Sherman Hemsley in 1938. Most famously... George Jefferson. Yeah. Love it. And then uh, also born this date, 1948, Rick James. 
Okay. I guess I know what Dave Chappelle's going to be doing today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just dressed up walking around the house. Uh, something new. We're starting with chart toppers today. We are going to uh, we're going to introduce guest chart topper singers to come in now from outside. And so, uh, for the first time, I'd like to introduce to you uh, Lauren Chaffins singing the 1962 number one hit. Well she done, do, Didn't she do a good well job? Done. You didn't good know job, she could Lauren. sing that well, did you? I hadn't heard it in a while. Good for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Listen, she really didn't want to do it, but I encouraged her, so she, she did it. 1971, the Bee Gees were number one. I see you every morning outside it's a long way from staying alive, is it not? <laughs> lonely days. It is a lonely moment in time right now. Like, I'm drained. Please say lonely days. Please say it. I didn't know the song existed, and I was better That's for it. Terrible. And you're ago. the Bee Gees authority. I love the Bee Gees. Rethinking your decision now? Uh, sadly. <laughs> Don't ever play that again. Don't ever make me second guess. 1980. Goodness. Kenny Rogers was number one. Coward of the county. That is good stuff. Son, you don't have to fight to be a man. Love that. Kenny Rogers. Somebody else we lost in 2020 that mm-hmm. shouldn't have. I did see they pushed uh, the Volunteer Jam, the Charlie Daniels concert tribute that he always did every year. They pushed that back to the fall of this year, trying to keep it on the schedule. Paul Abdul, straight up, 1989. Celine Dion, My Heart Will Go On in 1998. Nelly Furtado, Say It Right in 07, and Adele, Hello, was number one five years ago today. Fever, years ago today, Adele was number one. Y'all like Paul Abdul? It's okay. Good. Not a huge fan. Very good. MB's, uh, is it just that song or is it her in general? I mean, I'm, I, there's, I'm not going to go and download anything of hers mm-hmm. and spend my dollar twenty nine. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't take it for 69 cents. You know, those are the clearance. Was that's it, the clearance bargain on high. Was it better before or was it? did American Idol do it? No, did I, did I, like I didn't ever love her music. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it was Nor fine. But she, but she was on the Lakers dance team. Yeah, she was no salt and pepper. Okay, all right. That's who she was competing with back in that day. MB's Pearl of Wisdom, wisdom for today. I th- this is important. And okay. if you've never, if you... If you don't do it this way, I encourage you to do it. Here you go. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Never look down on someone unless you are helping them up. Never look down on someone unless you are helping them up. MB's Pearl.